Welcome back to the Next Level Podcast, sponsored by Apex Performance. I'm your host, John Harris, and each week we deliver frameworks and models and tools that you can put into action today to take your leadership to the next level. Today, we're going to talk about motivation. Now, have you ever talked to someone, you heard someone say, like, I just, I'm just not motivated. I can't get going. Have you ever felt that way yourself? Like you're, you know, you just don't feel like doing insert here thing. Um, you know, it's an, it's an interesting concept, motivation, right? Because, you know, I think motivation is more of a contrived concept. Um, and, 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 and let me, let me pull on that thread a little bit. So for instance, like the, uh, new year's resolutions are a great example. Uh, if you, if you've ever belonged to a gym, you know, that, that, that like first two to five weeks of the year, you know, the, the gym's packed, everybody's in there, everyone's motivated. They've made that, uh, that, that first, um, that new year's resolution to get in better shape. And I think the statistics that I've heard of that, that like something outrageous number, like 80% of new year's resolutions are abandoned within like the first 80 days of the year, uh, maybe less than that. Um, so motivation, in my opinion, is an, is, is an external um, driving factor contrived by some sort of like, you know, compelling thing that's excited you to take action for a limited period of time. You know, I, I think, you know, it, it's a fleeting feeling somewhere between indigestion and euphoria that gets you like pumped to do this thing. You know, and it could be anything, right? Like I'm going to read more. I'm going to work out more. I'm going to be a better husband or father or wife or partner, a better friend, right? Like the the challenge is um, that it ends up equating to I'll do it when I feel like it. Because if your actions are attached to motivation and motivation is a fleeting activity tied to external factors or conditions being optimal in order for you to do the thing, then you're, you're not going to consistently do the thing, whatever that thing is. Um, and, and so that's why I think we should we collectively as individuals and, you know, us as, you know, think about it from a security leadership perspective. If you're, you know, we deal with some very challenging situations, right? Like we, uh, and if you're only going to be a good leader when shit's going good, then you're never going to be a good leader. Um, and so when we start creating our habits of positive leadership, we have to ground them in something different than motivation. And I think it starts with the habits that we create and, you know, tackling the hard stuff. And I'm, I'm, if you've listened to me in the past, you know, I'm a proponent of like doing the hard things and how that like hard work that we do kind of uh, in the dark helps create that positive leader um, that when you interact with others. 
Ben, ben or Brian Tracy is an author that I read a lot. He, he has a book called Eat That Frog. And, and the, the, the general concept is like, do the shittiest stuff first thing in the morning. Get that done, then, then you know, the rest of the day is going to be easy. Right? So if you need to have that tough leadership conversation with, with one of your colleagues or one of your direct reports, do that shit right away. You know it's going to be tough. You know it's going to suck. Get it out of the way. Not not so that like, and, and let me caveat that, like do it right. Have that empathetic, thorough conversation that's appropriate. Um, you know, don't just check the box. You know, you, you really need to be doing things the right way. So don't don't conflate what I'm saying here with having half-assing it. However, you know, do that tough stuff right away. That's why I tend to work out, you know, first thing in the morning. Because if I don't, as my day goes on and my willpower empties, doing that thing, I'm, I'm going to be able to create more excuses for why I can't do that, right? So, you know, getting that done right away. Um, and, and, you know, front-loading your day with your most important most challenging things, you know, also gets you momentum going towards the end of the day. I mean, you also are, you're going to have more energy, more willpower, more of those uh, capabilities earlier in the day. So, so just, you know, getting back to like how you like structure and plan your day and understanding when your tank is full and when you have your biological prime times where you're going to be ticking on all cylinders, like that's where you want to put those tough things. For me, it's in the morning. Um, you might be different. So, you know, that, you know, that's part of that equation. You know, secondly, I go back to this concept of standard over feelings. And when you create a standard of doing the hard things, of doing them right away, when you need to do it, not waiting until you're motivated, not waiting until conditions are right, then you're, the way you feel becomes irrelevant. And, and again, I want to emphasize, it's not like don't feel feelings. I'm, I'm not talking about that part. I'm talking about how you are feeling, meaning I'm tired, so I'm not going to work out. I'm hungry, so I'm going to be a jerk. I, uh, you know, uh, traffic was bad, so I'm grumpy, so I'm going to treat others like shit. That's different from saying, like, I've had a hard day and I'm feeling like, like, vulnerable and on edge because it's been really tough you know feel those feelings are like you know I just thought about something that that refreshed some some tough feelings about uh, a childhood experience that I still you know, haven't fully recovered from that's that's different right um but then but then even in that instance once you've had that feeling now what do you do with it do you let it linger on do you let it impact the actions that you're going to take and whether or not you do the things you need to do to be as successful as you want to be. So, you know, again, I, I, I often come uh, with examples of physical nature of like working out because frankly, I think that's you know, the number one thing that people tend to carve out of their life because of, you know, it's convenient not to do it is keeping themselves healthy in a physical way, but eating well and being physically active. Um, and so, you know, when I, you know, I just don't feel like it, right? Or I didn't have time. You know, I, I was, I won't say the individual's name. I was talking to a friend today who is like, hasn't, you know, hasn't worked out in months. Um, haven't had the time. It's like, no, you haven't made the time. Because I'm sure you watch Netflix. I'm sure you read books. I'm sure you listen to podcasts. I'm sure you spend time with your friends. I'm sure you went to bed earlier, slept in. I'm sure you did stuff. 
you just chose that stuff over these other things, in this case, working out. So it's not about, um, you know, not having time. It's not making time, right? You didn't make it a standard that that's going to be one of the things you do every day, no matter what, uh, regardless of your level of motivation. And, you know, that that's that core concept of, you know, getting the tough things done and making it a habit of doing the hard things, even when you don't want to do them. And I think if I could point to like one singular habit that could be like a game changer, a superpower, doing something that's hard, even when you don't want to do it until it's completely done. Whether that's a project at work, whether that's like, you know, you're, you're having to study for a test, whether that's a physical activity, whether, you know, whatever it is, routinely doing the things that you don't necessarily want to do when they're the right things to do when they need to get done over and over and over again with relentless persistence um, to, to that end and to that outcome. And if we rely on the motivation, right, it, then our, our results are going to be up and down and imbalanced because our actions are going to be up and down and imbalanced. Like, you know, I'll use another example. I, I live in Minnesota. We have really cold winters and uh, we can have very hot summers. And as someone who likes to be active and be outside and do things, like there's every excuse in the world come December, January, February, March to, you know, not be active um, because of how cold it is, you know, and you have a choice on how you're going to let that affect you, whether or not you're going to let it affect how you operate, your mood. Um, whether I'm going to go out and go for a run, like, yeah. So how did I, how did I combat that? So one, I built a gym in my garage. I acquired a heating unit for that garage and a fan for that garage. So that regardless of the external temperature, I can at least make it, uh, tempered enough for me to do the things that I need to do. I have a rower that I, uh, purchased. We bought a treadmill that we can have inside. So take away all the excuses to, uh, eliminate the, your, the external factors and the way you feel of being being able to get into the way of your activity. You know, even when I just, you know, am really you know, not, well, I'll put it this way, like I've never felt bad after I've gone and worked out, even if it's going for a walk for 30 minutes. You know, a 20 minute run is usually like a minimum of like, I can, you know, get up, get to like, level two cardio, which is you know, kind of still able to have a general conversation without, you know, completely losing your breath um, for 20 minutes or more and doing that at a minimum every single day. And I've probably done that, save a handful of days every day for the last seven years. And so, you know, those are the kind of consistent focus and efforts that allow you and then, and then applying that to the other stuff, like making this podcast, making sure every single week I'm sitting down, I'm putting in a, a concept or something I care about that I think will add value to others, recording, you know, somewhere between 15 to 20 minutes and, and giving this out to you guys with consistent, persistent activity every single week. Um, you know, these are the kind of things that when created as habits will then stack upon each other and positively invade the other places of your life. If you're a salesperson, you know, making those, those uh, points of contact X number a day, 
you know, 10 times a day, I'm going to do outbound contacts. I'm going to do text messages. I'm going to do emails. I'm going to do phone calls, whatever that thing is, right? I'm going to contact 10 people every day, 50 people every week. And if, you know, and then I'm going to add two more, right? So I'm going to do 12 a day, right? And then like those numbers stack up and your points of contact will go up and eventually your response rates, I imagine, you know, it's a numbers game to some extent, right? So like if you keep doing the things you know that work and you do them relentlessly and consistently, regardless of how you feel, regardless of your level of motivation, positive things will happen. I, I talked earlier on different episodes about, you know, um, the process versus the outcome. This is part of building that process because if you only want to do the process when it feels good, then you're never going to consistently do the process. Right? Um, one of my favorite quotes of all time is from legendary Alabama football coach Nick Saban. The way you do one thing is the way you do everything. And so, you know, the way you show up as a, as a parent, the way you show up as a sibling, the way you show up as a friend, the way you show up as a, uh, a professional, like these are all, you, you, it's really tough to be one way in one place and completely one different way somewhere else. If you're really shitty in one facet of your life, it's hard for me to think you're going to be a rock star in some other place. Like those attributes tend to uh, merge into the other spaces. Um, so you know, wherever, wherever you and, and and let's say that that right now you're not right. Like, like you're really good somewhere. You're not so great in other places. You may be like overemphasizing a certain place and not have that type of uh, you know s- synergy and balance that you want through through your life. Look at the places you're performing well and see what you can learn about applying those things those habits those attributes into the other places right so if you're able to get up every morning at 5 a.m and go for a run or workout cool you have this like morning ritual this consistently you've created if you're not showing up in your professional life the way you are showing up in your physical you know uh, you know um, health life find some ways to learn from that and, and and export that over into the other areas that you're doing well at. If you're not eating as well as you can, but you're a killer salesperson, you're tracking all these metrics, like you're tra- tracking your foods and your macros and your and your calories and your um, you know your workout activity. You know what's measured, you know, me- uh, is what gets managed. So, you know, are you do you have those mechanisms in other places in your life that you can apply it to the places that you think you're underperforming, possibly? So, in closing here, if, if you are relying on motivation to get you moving, I encourage you to replace it. Replace it with a standard, a minimum standard of operating in the different facets of your life and use that as your basement. Meaning these are the things that I'll do consistently every day, no matter what, no matter how I feel. This is how I'm going to show up. This is the kind of person I'm going to be. This is the kind of uh, professional I'm going to be. This is the kind of friend I'm going to be. This is the kind of parent I'm going to be. This is the kind of uh, husband, wife, or spouse that I'm going to be. And, and you know, it'd be foolish to think maybe that, especially when you're when you're starting out, like you just, you can turn on your this every day, right? You know, start in one place and then stack on to those things over time. But if you're, relying on the external factors to be perfect before you get started like you're never going to get started you're never going to do it with any consistency because as soon as you hit some sort of resistance as soon as 
Uh, and I talked about you know, getting out of your own way last week. Like as soon as you get in the way a little bit, you're going to fall off because you, you've created off ramps. You've created these, these um, you know, kind of easy outs and excuses unless you have the standard, unless you have the willingness to do the hard shit no matter what. And, and again, this isn't about suppressing feelings in the way of like emotions. Like you need that, that's part of the activity. But this is about tying into that deeper fire, that burn that drives you forward and making that the factor of, of uh, driving towards success versus the, this, this fictitious concept of motivation. I appreciate you hanging in here with me and listening to what I had to say for these last uh, 16 or so minutes. Um, I appreciate you every week coming and checking in and hearing what what we have to say uh, and committing and investing this time in yourself to take your leadership to the next level. If you're interested in more more content, you can follow me on all uh, different social medias. I'm on Thread now, JF. Harris333 on Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, find me on LinkedIn. I'll post this there. So if you listen to this, likely you found me on LinkedIn. Um, or you know the website, www.apexperformance.one.oe. Uh, if you're interested in additional content, we'll be rolling out within the next uh, couple weeks some um, online training. These concepts putting together are um, learning to lead. Uh, um, first training program and that followed by our next level leadership program. So that's kind of an intro program for um, either folks who are working towards a leadership role or new to leadership or just want to kind of brush up on the concepts. That's going to be our learning to lead program. And then for folks who are looking to take their leadership to the next level, this is the next level, level leader um, program coming out thereafter. So looking forward to releasing those in the next couple of weeks. And uh, as always, comment. You know, like, share, add your feedback. We're welcome to hear from you. Let's go do great things.